No, don't jump on her. It's fine if he does. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. I want him to. No. I got it. I, I gotta have that cat. Read the room, Tom. Oh, I'm Aww. giving him. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm out. Tiny head, big body. Better refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Huh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a sip might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. And welcome to Tipsy Terror, the podcast where we get drunk, watch a horror movie, record it while we're still drunk, and cut in clips of us talking about said horror movie. Like this clip right here. Can we call this episode 13 Reasons Why You Shouldn't Break Into a Blind Man's Home? (laughs) Yay. And to quote Harish, host of this podcast, that was a clip. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Molly and joining me today are my two (laughs) co-hosts. I'm that was sim- so fucking professional. <laughs> it was. I was impressed. Um, I'm Samantha. And I'm Harish. And this is Tom. Mentioned. And Tomas, the cat, oh, is shit. here. I did hear him. And Emily's He here. didn't have a lot to say. Hello. And Field is here, but he ran away. And Maisie's here. Hi. <laughs> that and was nobody knows who any of these people are, unless you listen. And that's cool. And welcome to Tipsy Terror. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah today's those were all our roommates and our animals we've been doing um, a lot of talking but you know what we shouldn't be doing <laughs> breathing because oh, <laughs> we watch today's episode is about don't breathe hell yeah <laughs> today's episode was um voted on by our patreons uh we give them a couple choices every month and they do a little vote and that's how we ended up with this one uh it was up against the conjuring and evil dead evil dead 2 specifically and my shitty pick won again (laughs) thank you two sam raimi films in that uh in that patreon because he produced this one yeah um but uh if you would like to have a say she's in the evil dead remake evil dead 2 no oh oh, um But if, you, if you'd if you like to have something to say about at least one of our films per month, maybe subscribe to our Patreon. I think it's only a dollar to be able to vote. Yes. Yes. So uh, check that one out. We'll we'll get into that later. I love paid democracy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, but, okay. So Samantha's doing the trivia um, because... Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, we fucked up. It should have yeah. been me. Are we sure it's my turn to do trivia? Yeah, last time. And I did Black Code's daughter. Black Code's daughter? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit, then it is me. I've already like looked at half this trivia, so I'm just gonna go ahead and do Wait. it and we'll just have to revamp our we'll just have to revamp our stuff. Wait, I did it last time. And I didn't realize. But I'm glad it wasn't because Molly is the only one of us who has not seen the movie. I have not. Um so we'll um let's dive right into this bitch. Uh it's below the bar trivia, I'm the DD. All right, ready? What's your yeah. buzzer noises? Uh, that's me not breathing. <laughs> <laughs> How am I supposed to know? Um, uh, I don't know. Mine's is, mine is, <laughs> there's a lot, I don't know. Uh, 
shit. I can't think of one. I got mine. Welcome to your home invasion. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> mine, mine is... <laughs> uh, shit. I don't... Uh, <laughs> Come on, boy. Mine is... <laughs> <laughs> Rache is drunk. We just need to get enough to get out of here. Okay, that works. All right. Which is an allegory for whatever just happened. (laughs) Yeah. That really is. (laughs) All right. Question number one. Where were all of the interior shots of this filmed? A, Canada. B, Detroit. C, Hungary. Or D, Belgium. We just need to get enough to get out of here. Mm Mm-hmm. B. Detroit? Yeah. No. Uh-oh. Um I Welcome to your home invasion. Canada? No. Hungary? Hungary. Yes, it was filmed in Hungary. I don't know if I want to count you getting that right. Uh, cuz Okay. We'll, we'll see maybe. Um I give it to him. I okay. just like Canada cuz every fucking thing's filmed well, in yes. Canada. Um we'll give it to him. Um Why? Why was it filmed those anywhere? I have no idea why it was filmed in Hungary, but fun fact all the interior in the house shit yeah Yeah, so fun fact though all the exteriors were filmed in detroit that makes no sense yeah that makes sense detroit makes sense oh yeah yeah yeah. but like it makes no sense to to go to hungary exterior and interior yeah they must have had some like someone just wanted something cheap well well they were just outside of budapest that's where it was that does make sense to why all of the names in the credits were like yeah weird like slavic names um not weird, Fair. but just normal Slavic names, I guess. <laughs> he means what he said. I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, question two. What's the name of the street the blind man lives on? <laughs> I made a typo and it says loves on. <laughs> um, well. <laughs> a, Buena Vista. B, McFadden. C, Ramey. Or D, Main Street. C, Ramey. No. Uh, oh, um, 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 welcome to your tape. Buena Vista. Yes. Which means he's going. Oh, yeah. At the end, too. That's fucked up. Which means good view. Yeah. Which they were like, haha, get it. Um, good view. She's also going to Buena Vista at yeah. the end. Yeah. On her uh, flight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we got Ty. <laughs> All right. Sam's cat. They're just. <laughs> Tom just jumped on top of Maisie. Yeah, that's what. That's their permanent state. Oh. The animals are just running around the apartment. <laughs> I love them. Making noise. <laughs> They're so sweet. If you can hear those clickety clackety <laughs> noises, that's that's Maybe Maybe running the in dog. terror. Oh, oh. <laughs> this is like just watching a tiny little animal reenactment of this movie. We <laughs> <laughs> just turn the lights off. All right, I actually uh, that was actually supposed to be question number three because I accidentally skipped question number two. Um, question number technically two. Uh, the film was originally called. A, don't breathe. B, a man in the dark. C, easy money. Or D, lights out. We just need to get enough to get out of here. Yeah. B. B, a man in the dark. A man in the dark. Correct. Yeah. yeah I had an inkling. Um, another alternative lights title. Lights out is the other movie. Yeah, yeah I know, but that may have been why they like chose not to call it that. Um, uh, it was also another alternative title was possibly going to be the blind man that was the just that was like man. when they went into production that was what it was called 
All right, so Harish won. Yay. Yay. Harish. Hit that theme song. Did oh, you save it? Oh, shit. I did not wow. save it. <laughs> wow. Oh, well. I'll cut it in right here. I won. H-A-R-E-E-S-H. You're the winner, and that's the facts. H-A-R-E-E-S-H. Harish, Harish, you're the best. Yay. That was my winning theme song. Um, So, yeah, Molly, finish your drink if you have any. I don't know. I do. Know. I do have some drink. We should have done turkey baster shots. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. So, I don't even own a turkey baster. Let's do the recap where we explain <laughs> what that reference was. <laughs> what? Why are you saying fuck? I'm not emotionally prepared for this recap. So, here's how I think we should split it. Someone should be Money in the Blind Man. Someone should be Rocky. Both of them? Okay, and someone yeah. should be Dylan Minnette's character, Adam. Alex. Someone Alex. pathetic, yeah. that's who. It's Alex. Um, you say someone pathetic, that's who? Maybe. I'll be I Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can be Rocky. Okay, uh, then I guess I'll be the other two guys. Is that okay with you, or do you want to be someone else? Yeah, uh, I'll be fine. I'm fine with that. I can't hear you. Okay, is that, is that yeah, okay yeah. with you, or do you want to be someone yeah. else? <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'm fine with those guys. Okay. Okay, are we ready? Yes. Go. So opening shot, it's an old man dragging a woman across the... And then cut to... Um, so we're, we're the stealing. three best friends and we're stealing from people. Hell yeah, and we have all this cool. like tech for breaking into security And you can stuff. tell that I suck as the... My name is Money. And you can tell that I suck because I'm just going around knocking shit over and ruining this people's house. Yeah. While my friends are stealing. We're practically professionals. We know how to leave a crime scene anyways. All right. So we're in the let's, car. Let's bring into this man's house. He's blind and he has a lot of money from when his daughter got killed in a hit and run and got a settlement yeah we're trying to get some easy money because all of our gigs that we've been doing stealing stuff has not been giving us enough so um fuck it let's go i'm trying to get out of this place i hate detroit my mom sucks i hate her boyfriend and i have a little sister who i'm trying to take care of and are you in nerd yeah i guess okay (laughs) thanks okay so we go and we scope out the house and we're like oh this guy's blind by the way yeah he lost his Whatever. You lost a sight in the war. Anyway, um, cut to it's time to break in. <laughs> All right, we're breaking in and um, we're walking all around the house and I don't we know why We knock you're out the me. dog by and giving him some like sleeping pills or something. Yeah. And we try let's let's guess the moon. So do you go well, do that? we, we have in. to get in first. Well we get in. <laughs> okay. Well we break into the home and it's like, Oh guys, we gotta be all quiet. And we turn off the security alarm thing. Beep beep it's off. And now we're all kind of exploring, trying to find, like, where he keeps the money. And we, like, know it's in the closet, but we can't find it. Give us some money! And while my friends are exploring, I go upstairs and knock out the dude with this weird chemical stuff that I have. And he wakes up in the middle of that and turns off the TV and, like, stares directly at me even though he's blind. But I'm just quiet and I put the thing down and I'm, I come back downstairs and I'm like, hey, guys, we're ready to go because that dude's knocked out. So I got this gun here. Let's shoot off this lock because that's probably where yeah. there's some shit. Oh, and so I a, shoot- a gun? I don't like that. Well, don't be... Don't be a gender slur. <laughs> All right. Keep going. <laughs> so I knock out the lock and then... Um, uh and oh, then holy shit guys oh I don't shit feel so good about this I'm there's the guy away. 
Oh then, wait, yeah, you're you out do of the house. And then I leave. I try, well, no, I try and leave, and I. Well, you're in like you're trying to climb yeah. the fence, but then we and look then over the, and the guy's there, and then who's there? I'll be the blind man. And right then now. we're quiet, and then he steps forward, and then he steps on the lock, and then it's uh the blind man, and then I'm like, uh yeah, oh okay, we're here, and it's just I mean it's just me, and I'm Robin or I'm drunk, and I just got into your house. So then I'm I'm the blind man, and no, I like. I'm robbing you. And now. then I'm, I step towards you and then I like... I have a gun. Take the gun I'll away. Shoot you. I like push you up against the wall and push <sighs> the gun up against you, up against your head. And then like I'm, I pull away with the gun and then boom, I kill you because... Before... Well, I tell you that there's no one else. Yeah, there's no one else. Even though my girlfriend is here. Um. Anyways. And then I, the blind man, clean up that and then... Uh, and so I'm like... And um. so I like uh hide in the um closet and i see you come and check the state the safe and i see the code mm-hmm. and then you go deal with the body and so i take the money and then i run into you yeah i come back because i heard someone get fucking shot yeah like, holy shit so then we go to the basement because we're scared and we know that there's a way out because it's the basement and um because the cellar door and then while we're down there holy shit there's this fucking girl tied up mm-hmm. We, um, ah, I hear someone screaming. The bell dingles. The bell dingles. And so also, we have to help her. Let's un- let's unlock them stuff. And so we get her out. And then we're going up the cellar. And then uh, we open the door. Ah, and I'm on the other side. And I take out my gun. And I shoot you. Oh, and your ear gets I get, hit. My ear gets shot a little bit. And then, and then I shoot again. The girl gets shot in the face. And she dies. And then he's really upset. And then I go downstairs. Ah, no. And then... And you guys are running away. I cut the power and then I lock the door. The can't see shit. And we can't make noise because he hears a noise and shoots at us. So we got to be super quiet. Bang. And so we're running around and we're like, okay, we have the keys. We just got to get up to the front of the house. And um, I'm waiting in the dark. And some commotion happens. And we're climbing all around the house, like trying to escape. And, and so and like, he's chasing after us. And then I get a fucking thing knocked on me. A shelf yeah. knocked all on me. And, and then uh, you guys... We um so we get kind of split up and um I'm crawling through like vents and shit and the dogs chasing me and then you're going through the house and yeah, shit like, and the blind man's after you and then I knock he's, or he the dog knocks the glass you I'm like on or whatever well, the, the dog, dog knocks, knocks me you through out. the window I, f- I fall no I fall through before that the dog oh. knocks him through the window yeah oh yeah I get and knocked then through the window by the dog. he he falls onto like the a skylight light, and, and I like shoot it and it breaks and he falls down and, and then, then i kill him i'm through the f- well you stab him with some garden shears no no, no yeah no. i, get stabbed I with hit some- him with the hammer the no. other guy gets sh- stabbed with the garden shears i what other guy the other oh, dead body the other dead dude body. that was the fake out it was a fake um, out <laughs> i'm just not realizing that um so i'm going through the vent thing and i fall on my neck because the dog was chasing me but then i wake up and i keep crawling and then i finally like get out of the vents to somewhere else in the house and um i'm uh i get in a fight with the blind man guy and i get knocked out and i wake up and i'm tied up in the basement like the other girl and i'm like uh there okay so my by the way flashback we didn't explain this but my daughter got killed by um uh uh like a rich girl but she got acquitted because she was a rich and i kidnapped her and i was like uh just give me another daughter and then I'm like, you killed her and you killed my future daughter mm-hmm. um, who she was pregnant with. So now you got to give me a d- another daughter. So I take a bunch of 
sp- semen out of my like freezer and I heat it up and then I put it in a turkey baster and I go up and then I go to do it, put it in you and then cut to bang bang I hit you with the hammer bitch oh no you were alive this whole time plot twist and we handcuff you and then um we try to escape and then right as we're about to walk out of the door oh it's me I'm still alive and I shoot you and oh, you're dead no. Welcome and, to your tape. <laughs> <laughs> and you sick your dog on me and I run to our car and I try to escape. But then I can't find the keys and I'm locked in the car with the dog. And I finally hook the dog and get him like trapped in there. And then I get Surprise, out of the Surprise, I'm here again. Bang. And you're knocked out and I drag you back to my house. And then. And then. Um, a ladybug. Uh, I see the. I'm knocked out in the living room. This ladybug points me to the direction of the thing that sets off the alarm. I turn that on and it throws off your hearing. Ah, and you panic. No. Whoa, and I beat the shit out of you. And then I escape and I run. And then flash forward the next day and I'm with my little sister and we're waiting at the train station and I see this report that says this old the old man lived and the report's framing it as the two friends of mine were trying to rob him and he was able to kill them in self-defense and he sustained a lot of injuries, but he's alive. But the guy said that nothing, nothing was, was stolen. stolen. And that's Ooh, the end of the what? movie. Wow. Yep. What a- that's the movie and that's our recap. We forgot to include the most important plot point is that in the turkey baster, um, there's a pube. Duh. Dot pube, baby. Dot pube. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's Don't Breathe. Uh, don't Breathe. So uh, let's talk about our histories with this movie. Molly, this was your first time, right? Yep. How- <laughs> okay. Um, how you doing? I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It was a movie, but it, it was like a movie, and I saw it, and I was like, okay, you know, and then, I don't know, it was just bad, and it like has, it had like potential, kind of, and it's not just that it was like narratively not the best, but it just, I, I was so distracted by how much I didn't like the cinematography <laughs> and direction of this movie, so it was not my favorite movie that we've seen. Yeah. Um... So fun thing, uh, Molly's heard us tell this fun fact like a hundred fucking times, but Harish and I went to the same screening of this movie, but not together. Yeah. And um, as we were walking out, I heard his laugh behind me and I turned around and <laughs> saw him. <laughs> but this was years yeah, ago. Yeah, we saw this in theaters. Um, I went with some physics friends um, from my major. I went with Maddie. I think and Emily was there too, both... Uh, uh, guests on this podcast. Yeah, and uh, and then we only saw each other as we were walking out of the theater. Um, were you guys dating yet or no? No, no, no we weren't dating. No, until we weren't dating we were until after, after I graduated. Oh, okay, um, uh, or my last semester. Um, um, but I remember liking this movie. Yeah, a whole I liked lot. it too. Um, the first time I watched it, and I seriously, I stand by my statement of I think this is a lot more effective when you're in a theater. Um, but Maybe. I also was a little. It was less also like. Eight, four years ago yeah i was also a lot less critical of film um and like watching it now i i have some complaints i don't think it's a bad movie but i do think that there are some like molly said the direction is like okay <laughs> yeah uh, some choices were made and i didn't love those choices yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I liked this the first time i watched it um and then i watched it again with some friends like in, in theater in the theater like i watched it with other friends are like rg and eli um and then 
Uh, yeah, I didn't hate it, but I wasn't like obsessed with it. But I did like it. Um, I thought it was a good movie. And then this time, I I still I still don't think it's bad. But I don't like. I'm not. I don't love it. I don't really like it. I wouldn't rewatch it. You know. Right. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Yeah. Either. If someone's like, "Hey, what's a good horror movie to watch?" This wouldn't cross that line for me. Yeah. Um. So, uh, what, what is it about it <laughs> that you don't like um, cinematography? You said partially yeah. go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. Well, I was going to say, well, there's a lot to, uh, unpack, but, um, one of my early on complaints about the movie was that there's like unnecessary slow zooms when you yeah. don't need them. And particularly very early on, there's this conversation between the three main characters uh, or the three like burglars. And for some reason, every time it cuts to Jane Levy, who's Rocky, um, it's slowly zooming in on her. And I, I don't know, like there's no reason for it. There's no effect it's given. There's no like, abs- I just, just no reason. And that was what first set me off to, Oh, Maybe the direction's not as good as I thought it was. Right. But the thing is, so um, I'm a fan of the Evil Dead remake, which is directed by the same guy, um, which also stars Jane Levy. And um, Sam Raimi produced both of them. And uh, in the Evil Dead remake, there's also a lot of these types of zooms in it. Hmm. But the thing is, and so I'm like, oh, maybe it's just kind of the director's thing to do this kind of stuff. But the thing is, the reason it works for the Evil Dead remake is because um, it's, first of all, like kind of homage and based on the original Evil Dead, which famously has like a lot of like quick zooms and stuff like that in it. Like when you're zooming through the um, like forest and stuff and there's right. like a lot of effect like that they go for for like just camera technique and stuff. So I think part, sh- part of it is in the Evil Dead remake. It's kind of homage. And then also there's um, a distressing effect that it does in that movie that's like pretty good where you um, because there's this um, demon force thing that's constantly coming at you in that movie and that's kind of what those zooms kind of give off. Whereas in this movie... There's no purpose for them. And it's just kind of like, I think they might have been going for that same distressing effect, but it's it's not the same thing. It's not well, in the same it state. It wasn't like fast zooms. It no, was no, just no. Like but slow. even even in the remake, there's some like zooms too. Like, yeah. But the, but the Evil Dead remake. But like for it, it's Evil different. Dead, like, like the demon force is always fast zooms. Like even in the original, it's like the quick zoom for which well, they shot not on just bicycle. that but i'm thinking of like um there are some shots with jane levy's character in particular in the remake where like it just kind of zooms in on her like yeah. not the quick zooms but it's just kind of going in on her okay and i saw some similarities in this one where it's just like there was no need for that yeah i don't know i think that he kind of goes for zooms when they're unnecessary in this one right yeah specifically I- on her and i think he was trying for something my thing is the zoom thing. If I'm going for like a slow zoom on a person, I'm obviously going to be doing some kind of like there's some distress or um, unease. Yeah. Then Because like, why else are you doing it? Okay. Talk about your complaints, Molly. Oh, okay. Um, so I just thought a lot of the cinematography choices were very overstated. <laughs> like, like, like the, what? uh, 
the one where it the, goes through the uh, house and shows you all those things? Or I, usually that's cool. when they did it in um, what's it, The Conjuring? It's really cool because when do they do it in The Conjuring? When they move into the home, how they kind of move through the house, and you see everybody like in the like doing stuff in the background and doing stuff in all the different rooms. I need to rewatch The Conjuring. I don't remember that. It's The Conjuring, right? Where it's like all the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they right. do it. They have this really nice shot, and like they like kind of moves through the house in The Conjuring, and I love stuff like that. Or in that one show where Jim Carrey's in it. Oh, I they, need to see that. I, I don't know what it. it's called, but you know that video that was going around Twitter and it was like moving around oh, like the apartment. Oh, that yeah, was yeah. So and they cool. showed how they did it. That's, I usually love that shit. Right. That's directed by Michelle Gondry, who directed uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, that oh, makes sense. Oh, really? So, yeah, that's what that... Uh, fuck, what is the name of that show? I can't remember. Uh, I need it. I don't remember. Yeah. I'll, I'll get it. We'll find out. It's but, um, a show that I really need to watch, but it's on Showtime and I don't want to pay for Showtime. Showtime. Um, <laughs> so I usually do like tracking shots. I thought this one just was um, combined with all the other kind of gripes about the kidding. cinematography I had. I just Kidding. Kidding. That's what it's called. I just, I felt like it was very overstated and I don't always love when movies have like super obvious like camera okay stuff like the shot where it bothered me the most is where money gets shot in the face yeah that was that was annoying it's just it's well it's slow motion and it's also like yeah it is too much it's distracting it's distracting from like the whole point of the movie and um but i will say it should have been faster yeah all the choices that they made i really love how they shot the scene in the basement when he turns off the light that is like the only time I was really kind of like, yeah. oh, this is cool. Yeah, where in it's terms like, of how they film, uh, night vision kind of. Yeah, um, it's like it's it is night vision, but not quite. A, I would say it's a little bit darker than night vision. It was one of but the it's like a, almost black and white. It was one of the few moments in film where I've actually thought like, I want to know what camera they use, type thing. Why did they shoot this with? Because it's not like it's like night vision or is night vision like this now because it's like pretty solid quality did they just (laughs) film it in like super low light like i never care about that stuff but that one in particular i was like oh that's really neat like i want to know the tech they used to like do that yeah it was so like that part was really cool and worked for me but a lot of the other stuff i felt was just I don't know. It was too in your face for my liking. Yeah, that's my complaint with the uh, shot through the house. Um, so, like, as it, they go through the house at the beginning of this movie. Guys, watch this scene. It's, oh, it's important. It's very important. This scene is very important. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being in the movie theater like, oh, my God. <laughs> they thought they were doing something. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's one shot. But. But. <laughs> Which just, I, I think it's good and it's bad at the same time. I think it's good because it's an interesting, it's all in one tag. So it's interesting to watch it. Um, And it like gives you an idea of what the house is, how the house is structured. No, finish your thing. I have um, something after you. So like you, you can see like where everything is. So, you know, you have a sense of space in this house that they're going through and it also but the other thing is it like zooms in and like lingers on all the stuff that's gonna be important eventually 
um which is annoying because it's like okay why do you have to tell us what's gonna happen yeah so i'm i'm a film student i'm a i'm a student of cinema oh fuck um where was I going? We read the, for this, um, my senior seminar class, we read this article by Jason Mattel and he talks about something called like kernels and satellites okay. about how like a lot of movies have movies and t- well, he's talking about TV, but how they'll have like kernels that will be like little kind of like details that like add to the story. They're just kind of like neat or whatever, but they don't really go anywhere. Okay. And satellites, which are like things that you see and they like end up being important later. So I think that it was interesting to get these kind of little kernels that became satellites that were important. I forgot all about those terms until you just mentioned them. And I was like, I also learned that. Yeah. I just forgot all about it. It's in Jason Mattel's article about complex TV. I forget the whole name. Are you in but criticizing it's a good television? No. Um, my seminar class is about television. Oh, okay, cool. It's Sean O'Sullivan, who was quoted in the article. Oh, cool. Like a fucking legend. I love him. Um, but I just think I just wanted to share that I knew what that was. Do do does pulling the camera through and like emphasizing each thing like the bell and the and the shears or whatever does yeah. that count as a kernel? Well, those are would be satellites, right? Because they're important. I don't know. They're gonna be important later, but it's also like aggressive. <laughs> Yeah. I think they were going for that and they just did a bad job at it. Yeah. I think that the reason some of the decisions were made for like the slow motion on the gun and the like zooming in on the thing, um, I think it was like almost pandering to the audience of um uh, how do I put this without sounding like a fucking pretentious bitch? Um, Say it. Say it how you mean it. Your average moviegoer is not somebody who has <laughs> wasted their life away studying how to criticize film like some people in this room. Yeah, people aren't going to be couch. hypercritical. Like, yeah. mass consumers of like movies aren't going to be like super nitpicky about all the and different shot choices. Yeah. While we are kind of trained or even like self-trained by like watching so many movies and developing a taste um, for certain types of things that we like. Um, there's not a respect to the viewer of appreciating subtlety in this movie. It's like very in your face about everything that it thinks you need to know. So, um, like we mentioned the gunshot thing that honestly should have been a fast gunshot and it would have been a lot more effective watching it from her point of view than watching it dead on but they were going for the um shock factor of watching someone get shot in the face that the average consumer would be like they did that you know what i mean and like the zooming in on that stuff your average consumer is going to be like that was so cool they hinted at that before but but like as somebody who like watches a lot of film it's like a lot of films do that just not as Uh, over like typically you're just gonna have a character grab at something right next to it or um set something down or uh you know what i mean like interact with it in a different way instead of just zooming in on something hinting at this is what you're gonna see later and i'm not like saying like if you really liked that about the movie i'm not calling you like dumb or like i'm not trying to be rude or mean or anything um and i know every word that's coming out of my mouth sounds like I sound like an asshole. I'm just saying that like filmmaking wise, it's 
not like it's not as clever as like it should be like there there are a lot more um calm ways to do the stuff that they did that would have actually probably been a lot more effective and made you feel if you caught these things like you as an as a viewer would actually feel better because it's like oh my god i totally noticed that earlier whereas this it's like everyone noticed it because they put it right in your fucking face you know that's not there's not a payoff of like paying attention right i i I feel like i i sounded like an asshole no i mean yeah i i see what (laughs) yeah sam you sound like an asshole you i i do think that this movie did uh like underestimate the audience that's yeah that's what i'm trying to say i'm not trying to insult the audience i'm insulting the the disrespect towards to the audience yeah and i think that's why that's why we all didn't like it um and that's why i think it's bad is because like have more respect for your audience like they don't need to be shown every piece of uh every prop that's going to be important later so like that's why we all dislike it and it makes sense uh if you're looking at it from the perspective of the filmmaker who wants to who sees the audience as dumber than them mm-hmm. and it sucks i hate insulting this so much because like i said i've mentioned a hundred times is like i really like he's got a couple other things but like his other big film is the evil dead remake and i really like that i think he did a great job with it yeah. it's just that like in this one he went for like an original story that like i think he was had a hand in writing and the concept of this story is great it's just like they just went too mass market for it and i think i think that happens a lot with horror when you go real mass market it just doesn't land as well it's not as creative if this was just like made by an indie company and like kind of toned down a little bit like how you're saying i think it would have been a much better movie yeah yeah it was just the problem is they were pandering to a wider audience than they needed to that's an issue i have with a lot of other horror movies which is why i don't really care to see movies like la llorona yeah or like the nun and like oh, stuff God. of that and i know we I should just, do the nun because very, boy is it bad like i just they just seem so kind of exactly how you're saying pandering to a mass market that i know they're going to be scary but like the plot's not going to live up to it for me right it's just i don't know yeah this one i wasn't really going anywhere with that sentence no you're right like this is a good concept it is a scary concept several times in this movie we were saying like like i can't imagine being in this situation like that's so scary um and there are several moments uh that they'll just be doing something and then they look and like the blind man's like right there and that's like really startling and cool and um just there's like um i guess jump scares in this Um, oh yeah molly got got a few times I actually got got. I screamed at one part, and I like almost never scream. You cut that in right here. Oh my god, that got me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know like why it wasn't even a particular scary thing, and like I've seen the movie, I knew that was coming up, but for some reason it still got me. So like, there's still some like very good horror elements to this movie. Um, and I, I do compliment some of the creativity in just, just like I said, the concept alone is just really great. And, um, well, it's really cool because it's kind of the reverse of your normal home invasion movie. Mm -hmm. 
and in this case it's the people who are invading the other person's home who are in danger and not the person whose home is getting invaded it's like the opposite of the strangers yeah Yeah. it's the opposite of the strangers which is why it's like a unique concept it leaves the viewer and i'll give it this thing um it leaves you very morally conflicted like even Mm -hmm. up until like the last couple moments of the movie i was like i was struggling with like do i actually feel bad for these people like you ultimately do because the blind man's like an awful awful person yeah that's fucked up but you're also like they're also awful awful people and like she's not as bad as like money like money obviously well, was like yeah money's dickhead. the only one who sucks really. um and they were doing it because of like other reasons like her herself she's just really trying to get out of a bad situation but it's like dude you were about to rob a blind man yeah it, you know it's yeah. like no one's morally upright no yeah and i i think that's good like they did a good job like building a situation where you're you're still kind of questioning your own morals while you're watching it so i like i like i said the the direction i don't love but i do want to give props to the creativity of the story itself Mm -hmm. it's it's a great concept and like pretty pretty creative and decent writing and some things like how they get rid of the cell phones. We were like, ah, oh, come on. No, that's how they got rid of it. Shot I hate that. Phone. But it's like. That was stupid. Ultimately, like, I think it's a very good story. So if we don't want to dwell on bad, I'd so like to compliment it. So how do you feel it. about the twist? That he has the girl in his basement? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did like that. That was fucked up. You yeah. were quick. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this movie takes a hard that's left. The twist. <laughs> I okay so I did know a little bit about this movie I knew about like turkey baster pube semen okay I hate that sentence turkey baster (laughs) pube semen that's not gonna be my next band name um but I didn't know like kind of why or like what context that was in and I didn't know anything else I just knew it was about like a home invasion that gets like reversed but that fucked me up that is the most horrifying part about this movie is like the idea of being held captive right. and pregnant with yeah. the man who held you captive's baby. Yeah. Because yeah. you ran over his daughter with a car. Like the oh You oh. feel really bad for the girl and like That is my nightmare. She meets she she dies. Like she went through all that hell and dies. Mm-hmm. But then also, once again, you're questioning morality because you're also like She's a drunk driver that killed someone. Yeah. You know? I like, mean, she doesn't deserve that. She should that. have gone to jail. She oh, should, absolutely. But she, she should have gone to She doesn't deserve what she got, but it's like, right. she also got off because she's rich, you know? But then yeah. also you're curious as, is anyone looking for her? Did anyone think that to question that? That is weird, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, why has she been held captive? I also for thought about that during this. I was uh, like, but like, why isn't anyone looking for Even her? with her, it's like, you're, you're constantly <laughs> questioning your morality on like, who am I rooting for here and why? Right. You know? It's like, I'm not calling this like the ma- the most amazing thing ever, but like, I, I, I seriously think it's like, they, they did a good job building some characters, you know? Like, they didn't just throw people in a situation. Yeah. They were like, how are we going to make you like, wonder if you actually like these people? Right. Because like a lot of horror movies typically just be like, this is a piece of shit, this is a piece of shit, this is a piece of shit, watch them all get killed, you know? And it's like everyone has some redeemability in this or some sympathy that you feel for them, even if you know that they did bad things. 
Maybe. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying this is the best example no, of that. Well, I'm just saying like they did a good job. Uh, I think that, um, uh, well, I was thinking about what you were saying. This is a piece like most horror movies, um, just set up characters as shitty people. Maybe who that's because we've been watching a lot of Final Destination I, movies. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I feel like the movies that I like, the they horror movies that. that I like, they are likable characters. And I yeah. think like that's the point for a horror movie is like you want, at least at the center, like you want some likable characters that you, um, that even when they die, it's like bad. Yeah. Like even if it's like a shitty character, it they should still be like likable enough yeah. where you enjoy having them on screen and you feel some sorrow right they meet their and, and in this um i think like they did that for the girl yeah the other two like maybe um the thir- thir- 13 reasons why dylan dude. something dylan minette yeah oh. he's a bad actor and i, I have just- a good dylan minette story <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna- well okay wait hold off on okay. that um but uh Sorry. To finish uh, my thought was that um, I think like they didn't really like push that much um, character development except for that one girl. Like you kind of feel bad for the other guy, but mm-hmm. like you don't really know a lot about him. Not other than really. His yeah. Dad works for the security company. Right. And he's, and he's a nerd and he's secretly in love with this girl. And so like there's that kind of relationship. But it's like, I don't know. I don't really care about that. Yeah, he like I get I get exactly a lot of very flat characters. Yeah, at least with um I mon- think they, mo- him and money, right. there's not there's just like nothing going on there with that. Yeah, them. I think they could have done better with that. Um, but I think like even just the just the premise of it was interesting enough to sustain it to where you care about the movie. Yeah, but but um, like they could have been better. Even like with money for example he he is like a very like flat character he's just your typical dickhead guy who robs people but even like watching him get killed you're like because it's like he's a he's a dick but you're still like but did he deserve that you know what i mean it's like you know he's an asshole and he's like threatening this guy with a gun but you're like Maybe it's just the liberal in me, but I'm like, did he deserve to get shot by that guy? You know what I mean? It's like, no, no. he shouldn't have been killed by that guy. But it's also like kind of like, but he's he's a dick and I mean, it's a horror sucks. movie, yeah. you know? So, But it's like, I'm still kind of like, fuck. Like, but even like in the blind guy, it's, I guess if you're a big fan of Stand Your Ground, it's kind of like. Oh my God. Well. <laughs> the big pro stand your ground i think movie. the blind guy like you're supposed to relate to him at first and then and get then scared, yeah once the twist happens you're like okay fuck this guy he deserves to get murdered but um but when he shoots it like even before like you find out about that girl like he straight up shoots a guy and that's well, yeah. what i'm like well fuck that guy if we were watching but, it like, in, from his defense. perspective yeah. um then he's a blind guy <gasps> oh holy shit we have a hot take with our friend Dylan Pryor. Wait, am I allowed to spoil things? Okay. Um, so I I guess I kind of, it was okay. I thought it was a good horror movie, but the one scene with the the turkey the turkey baster kind of kind of threw me off a little bit. Uh, thank you. 
And this has been a hot take with Dylan Pryor. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, we had to pause for a second because someone uh, buzzed our doorbell. But um, uh, someone just tried to break into so... your home and steal your money. <laughs> Thankfully, I had a turkey baster. Yikes. <laughs> so uh so yeah so if we were watching it from the blind man's perspective some people break into his house and then he's blind and he has to deal with that so like yeah if we were watching it as a horror movie from his perspective then we would be cheering the fact that he's killing the dude yeah like if you think about your next like when she kills the guys yeah the invaders we're happy about it you know i guess the reason i feel more uh conflicted about him is if you're looking at it from your next she's already witnessed those people kill a couple of like the good guys right whereas him it's just a home invader guy who he clearly is capable of dealing with he could have shot the guy in the kneecap right you know, yeah. but he he shot him in the face because he's a terrible guy who had other stuff happening. Yeah. And I think that the reason he killed him was you've got a home invader where you've got a lot of money in your house. Not only that, but also a girl in your fucking basement. Like, of course, if if I'm the blind guy, I'm going to shoot the guy. Um, yeah. But it's kind of like even in that moment, I didn't really feel like even if even though I didn't know that there was a girl in his basement, like I when i know that when that mo- moment happened when i was watching the movie initially i was like oh fuck i don't like this blind guy's like bad you right because right. like a normal person would not just shoot a guy just in the face even if they were attacking someone. them they would find some other way to like yeah because a normal human being cannot just kill someone no matter like even right. if you're like threatened it's like it's really hard to kill right. someone. clearly that's there like is something yeah, wrong with a, this guy yeah so like even just in that moment before you know like oh he's bad bad like it's just one of those um fuck i don't know if i like i i want those people to get out of there because i now know that they are very unsafe but it's like they were robbing a blind man so (laughs) they don't deserve to die but (laughs) yeah they sure deserve something right so uh what else moral ambiguity (laughs) um uh can I share my Dylan Minnette story? Yes. Yeah. I've seen this man in person <laughs> once and I didn't realize it was him because I was walking down High Street and I was having a time and I'd run into Sam, actually. You did. You saw me. And how was that for you? <laughs> you, you weren't great. <laughs> I was fun. And I was walking down and I was going to get some ice cream with with my, I should mention, uh, Quinn Wright, friend of the pod. And... um. We were trying to get ice cream from Jenny's, and I just, it's all I could think about was just ice cream at Jenny's. And I looked great. I was wearing a really good outfit. Oh, yeah. You had those disco ball earrings, and I remember that day, like the back, like it was, it's very vivid in my mind. (laughs) I looked incredible. (laughs) And so we're walking by Magnolia Thunder Pussy, and this, like, these three guys walk out of the record store and get in a car, and there's all these girls, like, standing there, and we, like, see the guys, and we're like, huh. And then just keep walking. And we're like, I wonder what that was about. And so I looked online and I was like, I just looked online. We get to Jenny's and I look online to see like what events were happening there that day. And it was this band called Wallows. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And I click on the band and it's like Dylan Manette. <laughs> it's his band. I was like, holy shit. It's that 13 Reasons Why, motherfucker. <laughs> wow. He's just here. And it was like playing at Scully's. 
No, he was at Magnolia Thunderpussy. They were doing this like small little record store thing. Oh, okay. I thought that he, they were playing a concert at Scully's. No, it was really, it was just really stressful. Because <laughs> like, I found this out and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Holy shit, that guy. And it just was a lot. They were just playing at a random record store. Yeah, just I guess. in Columbus. Well, they were probably doing some kind of... <laughs> I'm sorry, the cat just said no. Um, I think they were probably, probably like signing something or... They were like, I think they had just put out an album or just putting out an album or doing like a tour of like record shit. Oh, okay. It made sense. <laughs> I'll go back and I'll try and find the event. Yeah. <laughs> but it was super like just odd. Yeah. It was one of those where I was like, this is a glitch in the simulation <laughs> kind of vibes. And then I got the salted peanut butter, so it was a good time. <laughs> Yummy. Um. <sighs> I feel like there was some- Oh, well. Should we address it? What? Yeah. <laughs> the turkey baster? Sure. There's not really much to say here except for what the fuck. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's that's the horror of this movie that, is realizing this guy had like impregnated the woman and was gonna do it again and like that his mind state which i mean you know that this guy is like not right um but that he his whole like speech as he's prepping this turkey baster that he's like not a rapist and that he was like respectful for her to her right. he just wanted another kid it's like <sighs> so fucking horrifying yeah. and um they really uh, are up in your face about that turkey baster. <laughs> they uh, really want the audience to feel that. <laughs> yeah. And that's not even before. Just the moments leading up where you're watching him load that up. It's like, that's disgusting. But then as she's escaping and he's a little subdued and handcuffed, um, sh- Jane Levy takes the turkey baster <laughs> And (laughs) rams it down this dude's throat. Like, not just like shoves it in his mouth. I'm talking like probably pierces pierces his fucking esophagus with this uh, fucking turkey baster. I'm like gagging thinking about it. And then you know what she says? She has the snappiest one-liner choke on that <laughs> or is it choke on that or how's that taste i think it. Uh, i don't know i don't think she says how's that taste it's probably choke no on are that. you sure can I, we go back and check uh, <laughs> maybe i mean i'm gonna look it up um but then it's like it doesn't just cut like you don't just kind of like see her like smack it and then it cuts she like i want to know how they did this she like crams that thing down his throat and then we watch him gag out the semen the semen yeah and it is Fucking disgusting. Oh! Uh. <coughs> I forgot that happened until right before she did it. Oh, I'm gonna throw up. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I forgot how bad that was. Uh. Like, compliments to this movie for giving me one of the biggest, like, visceral reactions i've ever had and like i'd seen the scene i forgot that the shoving the turkey baster thing happened until milliseconds before (laughs) and then i was like 
oh no and then it happened and like i literally felt like i was about to vomit like very few movies i have watched like some disgusting shit i don't mind gore i can get past almost anything but that was like so triggering for me to watch oh it's disgusting yeah that's gross yeah yeah and he like coughs up his own semen in such great quantities right and you hear it you hear the turkey baster hit the back of his throat and him choke it all up. I'm trying to stress you out. I'm sorry. I'm like going to throw up. <laughs> but like, you know, for those who don't like disgusting stuff, that's like, fuck this movie for doing that. But I have to give compliments to the chef. That's um, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> it's an effective fucking uh, plot point to uh, include because I wanted to die in that very moment. <laughs> And if that's not a good thing for a horror movie, I don't know what is. Because <laughs> that's the ultimate horror. <laughs> Getting a turkey baster full of cum <laughs> shoved down your throat. Fuck. Right. I hate this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah so horrifying. Just needed to address that I wanted to die about an hour ago <laughs> because yeah, of that. This movie's scary. Right. It's just... Eh. Not well made. Yeah. Yeah. I, in some in some parts, some parts are really good. I would love to see. You know, who I'd love to see do this movie. I could watch Ari Aster's four hour interpretation of the "Don't Breathe" narrative. He would make it all emotional. Yeah, put something about subtle femininity in there. The subtle feminine experience. <laughs> Actually, there's opportunity for that. So. I know he's got a chance. Ugh. Ari Aster, if you're listening, first of all, I really liked Midsummer. <laughs> and second of all, just wanted to start with. Uh, you could remake this movie and do a good job. You know, if you wanted to. It's up to you. Also, if you want to hang out uh, next Wednesday night when I'm free, I'd love to You're see free? you next Wednesday when I am free. Um, I was on the director's uh, IMDb because I was like curious what else he's done. And um, on it, it had Don't Breathe 2. No. But sometimes well, like yeah. fans just like make things and or like well at the end it, he does survive yeah and at the end it is very much like she's worried about this dude yeah so but i don't i don't actually don't know if people. one's in production but like even even though they kind of open-ended the ending i like the way it ends because it's like i said there's this whole question of like moral ambiguity it's like are you content with both of them getting away with the horrific crime that they did? Or hers isn't horrific, but like, but it's like, we don't really need a follow-up here. And what are they going to do? Make him track her down? Like, Probably. is it going to be another story? The guy who plays the blind man has confirmed that a sequel to Don't Breathe is in the works as of January 29th, 2018. Okay. But what are they doing with it? I don't know. Like... It's, is it so clearly the blind man's in it yeah if the actor's confirming it so like what like what is it going to be about him attacking some other person is like no, cause the whole he's, he's gonna track her down and like find her and attack her but the fun of this is that your um what's the word victim turns into the villain and it's like you're not gonna get that same plot twist the setup's not the same where his like advantage is um 
like their senses are turned like turned down where he can like succeed like um it's just not the same so i'm like why bother with the sequel and also i don't think people care about this movie anymore right you know yeah. it's not gonna it doesn't Nobody have bankability i don't know i just wanted to mention that i saw don't breathe too on his thing and i was, and I was like i'm concerned i'll only see it if it's called don't breathe too electric boogaloo where <laughs> um i was gonna try to come up with a pun i i got don't nothing. breathe too the respiratory the re- re- uh, respiratory system's coming for you <laughs> there you go <laughs> oh my god i cannot say that word respiratory yeah. i sounded like one of those little children trying to talk i don't know uh how i feel about this movie because like i the twist like is it's very shocking when it first happens but it feels unnecessary and it i don't know it feels weird the twist feels unnecessary it just feels uh, i don't know I think speak if, on that. If it's just like the violence against women aspect of it. Oh, absolutely. It's that, horrific. Especially like the scene with the turkey baster that we just talked about. It feels very um and this is like a normal thing with horror movies is like just violence against women um and like gratuitous just um sexual violence and stuff like that it feels like it we didn't need that as woman um i don't really feel like in it's definitely okay to like like if if this is if that's like how this movie makes you feel like i'm not trying to invalidate that but like for my own personal god damn it sorry my cat okay um for me personally seeing this i never i've never like in my whole two times viewing the film thought of it as like this is a very bad thing to show in terms of like violence against women like it's horrific to watch and absolutely like disgusting um behavior but like I don't know. It's just like, to me, it just kind of played into... Because, like, yeah, he, like, beats her up and stuff like that. Um, And he kept that woman captive. But we don't really see, like, a lot of violence towards her. Mm -hmm. I I say that as I'm just like, yeah, he beats her up. But, like, it's not, like... We don't really see, like, a lot of horrific incidents, like, happen to where it's, like upsetting to watch something happen to her there's a lot of buildup of scary shit that could be going on you know Mm -hmm. so we're not quite seeing like to me this like horrific violence that you might see in some other movies but more just alluding to the idea that this is like a reality that she could be facing does that make sense yeah Yeah, i think it's still effective though yeah you're still it, I, that's that's the most horrifying part of it is the woman who's being held captive. Yeah, mm-hmm. the movie for me, and I like do agree with Harish. Yeah, I get. I definitely see where this like point is coming from. Because like, like your next is the example I keep thinking about. Your next is a great movie, and it's just people 
being attacked by some strangers and this could have just been the opposite of that it's just someone like a blind guy who is just fucking great at tracking and hunting and killing people um just turning the tables on these people who are trying to burglarize him so that could have just worked on its own and then you add in this element of he's also a guy who has a woman tied up in his basement and that i don't know it i feel like like that's yeah it is very shocking and it does add something extra to the movie but like does it really you know it's just it makes it like scarier but i agree it doesn't like really factor in it it doesn't matter to the central plot no yeah they right. broke into the home and they can't get out it could have been anyone that he had chained up and that could have just been that like he just had somebody chained up as punishment for killing his daughter right you know what i mean it's like the extra mile you're saying is yeah yeah it's gross that they went yeah. there i guess i don't know i'm not trying to like like i said like if like that's an emotion that this causes for people like that's completely valid but for me personally watching it and i typically do like when i'm watching something i'm like really that's how you decided to show like uh, a woman in the storyline but for some reason this one I'm, I'm i think maybe i'm just so caught up in the horror of it that i'm not quite analyzing it in the sense that i norm. i feel stupid saying this um i'm trying to think of an example of a movie where there is like violence against women that i have found like completely like disgusted um last house on the left oh yeah yeah that's a movie where there is like a lot of violence towards the women and first of all the original one has like it's weird it's totally fucking totally so bad um but i've also seen the remake of that where the tone is just all horror yeah and like that's just like not fun to watch because it's like so like in your face like this is the disgusting like reality of you know this shit happens and look how horrific things are right and this one i feel like i feel removed from this yeah does that make sense right i guess when you say that that makes me realize yeah there there are like two sides of the spectrum there's the this is real um and you should be watching this and feeling how real it is but then the also the problem with that kind of thing is usually it doesn't really have a point. It's just trying it's just, to like shock you it's to just your core. Shocking. Yeah, it's just this is a thing that's happening and you should be watching it. But like we don't really care that it's happening. We're just making you watch it for no reason. And then this is the other end of that where it's it's just a plot point. Like it's not really like real they're or not they're horrific. This isn't one where it's like point. we're going to force you to watch a rape and we're yeah. going to like like really upset you this is one of those ones where it like you're just like don't get me wrong like it's bad and it is there is violence to women in the story Mm -hmm. but they they did it in a way where it's not upsetting in the sense of you literally like like there are stories where you see stuff against women where i'm personally like my stomach hurts Mm-hmm. watching it and this isn't like this this is more like i want to gag because there's a disgusting turkey baster involved 
Um, and it's I'm I feel removed because I'm like, this is just an insane concept to watch that this is where this movie took me like, oh, my God, like this is really where it went. Right. Um, and not in the like, oh, really, they had to go there. It's just like it's it's just like to me, like, OK, that's the plot. You know, I don't I'm not my stomach doesn't hurt watching it. I think that they did it in an avoidance way of not so in your face and terrifying. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, like I said, if you, you have, have a Jane criticism Levy at the end, though. Oh, really yeah. Got to that's me. a. Yeah. I know. Where he's about. like getting ready to like get her with a turkey baster. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, yeah. fucking horrifying. And like, I think that it's completely valid to feel that way. Right. Like the stuff with the rich girl, like, isn't really like it's shocking just because she jumps out of the shadows and then you realize oh this is that girl but then we don't really connect to her because like she's not a real character to us like there's no development on her character also just whereas watching the scene with jane levy where she's tied up that's like oh this is someone we have watched and we have like watched her Mm -hmm. uh emotions through this entire journey and now this horrible thing is happening to her so that is a very traumatic scene to watch well like traumatic in terms of a horror movie not like i mean whatever uh why did she have like a clipping of who she was that made no sense. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's like making her look at that and like face what she did. No, this movie. No, <laughs> it's just it's because they wanted it, it. Yeah. No, and I hate to say that because I say it all the time. This movie does a lot of like exposition stuff like that. Yeah. That I think is cheap. Even even like the entire writing. thing about the girl, yeah. like, is just thrown in at the beginning where they're discussing whether to like why to um rob this dude they're like oh he got a huge settlement because this rich girl like r- killed his daughter um it and then much was like it that. just thrown in it was weird i didn't like that part um i think a good inverse to kind of something we've been talking about though is it the movie it follows yeah how there's like a really horrifying scene right and then um and it's treated with like it is about, like her chloroform yeah 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 that is like very traumatic in the moment and Oof, that is like when you're not ready the for fallout it. from it is very traumatic as well like he like just drops Tizer, her off yeah. and then um everyone's like oh shit this is like a big deal yeah like i'll just say that even with this this very like risky like sensitive content that they've put into this climax um, where Jane Levy's in the bottom in the basement, I will say that there are probably plenty of directors or writers that would have gone there and like took it one step too far. Rob yeah. Zombie. Ro- that I I was that is exactly who I was thinking of, but I was like I don't know if I want to put it out there. Yep. But Rob Zombie, for example, <laughs> if he was the director of this movie, he would have insisted that that turkey baster went further than it did. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and there are people that are like, it's for the shock factor, that type no, of stuff. Yeah. This movie could have gone there and it didn't. It cut it off. It it like edged you right to where you're like about to be really, 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 really upset. Like you're already upset, but it's about it was it's about to take it to where like there's no turning back. Yeah. And it it cuts it off right then and then shoves a turkey baster down the guy's throat, yeah. you know. Um, and like I said, 100 percent if this movie hits you in a way that it's very upsetting it's completely valid to feel that way 
but i'm just saying like me personally i think that it just edged it just enough to where it was like yeah i think it's for me personally it's fine it's also well they also do like there is some comical elements to that scene like there's the fucking hair which is gross like i said they're they're distracting you in ways to where you're not you're not upset while watching the whole thing you're just like oh my god oh my god oh my god when he's walking towards her there's like the one drop that comes down yeah and that kind of stuff is like that like takes you out of it to where it's like not as horrifying or like it's not as bad they had a really really dark situation and they did it in a way that the only way that it can be done successfully without ruining the whole concept of the film okay yeah but 100 percent, if this movie did affect you in a way like it's completely valid right completely i i'm just somebody like i personally get pretty upset when i see like harsh unreasonable even even if you put a reasoning behind it typically if like a very harsh thing happens to a woman on the screen i can't personally like back that this one i think i'm fine with molly just got a real life jump scare fucking again every day my goddamn life it happens a lot at work i know i've seen videos um but that's a valid it's it's a good point to raise creation i'm glad you did so this movie um, also doesn't do anything i you can, it, and you said this about the movie we watched, Black Coat's Daughter. Um, I think this Didn't would be a anything? really good short film. Because there's so movie? many... What? You think... Uh, I think the, Don't Breathe would be a great breathe. short film. Okay. Um, I've been thinking a lot about that since you brought it up. Movies that I think would be better as short films. You could, I think this is one of them. You could do yeah. this in 15 minutes or less. Take out some of the back the daughter stuff i think like half an hour no just because there's so much or like they're in the house and they're running and they're in the house and they're running right and you can only do that so many times before i'm like okay like wrap it up yeah and all the shit with the, the dog the ending the end. does oh, drag that was so unnecessary the pacing of this movie is i that's another thing i don't like how this is edited or paced it just also all the characters come favorite. back to life <laughs> for no reason yeah I, like i guess <laughs> whatever but yeah yeah i think you could have cut out the whole the dog chasing him out of the window and then chasing her through the vents didn't need to happen you could have ended it in the basement imagine how scary that would be where it's like dark in the basement he's like killed the other one of your friends it's just you left in the basement yeah and like he comes for you at the very end in the dark basement where the cinematography was at its peak (laughs) that's better than letting it drag on for an extra hour right imo and then having that whole extra plot of her almost getting away he drags her back right and then she gets away okay, again so within 30 seconds stupid. that was fucking that, yeah, that pissed that me was off stupid. like no other it was just an extra ending for no reason just to put in the fucking ladybug thing but um, i did like the opening shot yes yeah, it, okay but like because that really sets you up as oh my god what am i getting into you think it, well it but it does spoil it though what like, if the opening shot was him dragging the captive woman well i guess though that would have been better i don't know and then they like just for me personally out. jane levy is very recognizable she's not like an a-lister by any by any like measure but like i you you can clearly see it's jane levy in that opening shot you right. know it goes up to her face yeah yeah so, so like and then she's in the next scene so you know it's her i don't know it's just 
I don't know. I I There's don't no need really for that like that end. opening. Oh, the opening. I I just don't like the op- that it opens with just that one scene at the end, like just telling you, "Hey, get ready, this is gonna happen," and then you're just watching the whole movie, waiting for that to happen. I could turn this into a short movie. You start out like I I do love the opening shot, not for this movie. That is a great horror opening. You, yeah, yeah. For any other sure. fucking movie. Right. If it if it weren't her, then right. yeah, it would be a cool opening shot. But like, what if they just like were in the car and we're like, okay, here's the plan. You run it down real quick, and then they're in the house, and it saves us so much fucking nonsense. Yeah. <sighs> like the trim whole the- opening where they're like robbing the other house. You don't really need that. Yeah, just trim down the movie. Right. Um, I will say the opening shot though. I kind of forgot about it. By the time we got to the point where she was in the car, I kind of forgot about it up until oh, she yeah. like latched the dog. And then I was like, oh, shit, he's coming. For-. Like, I yeah. was like, we still have that opening shot. Like, yeah. this isn't over. But right. like I said, I fucking hate what it leads to. The whole thing where she sets off the alarm. Stupid. He's standing right next to the goddamn alarm. <laughs> he owns the house. He knows the alarm is right there. It goes off and he doesn't turn it. He he turns to almost turn it off, but then he goes, ah, and then just starts shooting the gun. It's like, turn off the fucking alarm, dude. Yeah. And instead, he just goes to try to chase after her while this alarm that's clearly hurting him is going off. Stupid. So fucking stupid. Right. Like, pisses me off like no other. If anything ruins the movie, it's that. Like, fuck that fucking scene. Should have just gotten out and just left it there. She's at the train station. Boom. Done. Yeah they just need it's a it's a short movie it's an hour and 20 something minutes they needed that to make like feature film time right and it should have been a short movie this would be such a good short movie ah it's no profit i would have forgiven so much more of the like camera stuff i didn't like if it was i would have forgiven it if it was shorter you know they wouldn't have had to use five minutes of just establishing things that you're gonna see in the future if they weren't trying to find some fucking filler right now i'm mad now i'm mad this isn't a short movie so, it, ugh, whatever. So should we go into our normal segments? Yeah, I think so. What's the first one? Who's Are we doing the award? What would you do? Is it the award first? <laughs> That's Seinfeld baseline. <laughs> um, award. So I guess the first thing to establish is bad movie. Um, well, yeah. we'll get to that when we're in ratings. No, are no. we doing the Jensen Ackles? Is it oh. Jensen Ackles or Jared Padalecki? No, I think this is decent enough to where it's the You want to give it a J-Pad? Yeah. No, I want to give it a Jensen. I don't think it's a bad movie. I, I think do. It's, well, I... I think it's a decent movie. I, I think it's like a passable movie. I don't think it's like good, but I think it's like passable. It's no devil. It's, yeah, it's not devil or or like any of the best like it's not even like as bad as leprechaun like leprechaun is cheesy and bad like this like was just like an average just bad like it's not great but it's, it's like an average film. you know it's just average it's mediocre okay you know yeah are you sold on that no but i like i'm gonna agree because like <laughs> i don't care <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> so it's getting the j-pad yeah all right molly you had opinions about who you're giving this to um but are you gonna keep those opinions i was gonna give out a jensen but i guess i'll give the jared padalecki acting award for excellence in acting to what's his name please tell me it's not gonna be dylan dylan manette 
<laughs> no, um, you better not, because Dylan Minnette has uh, one face. He's not the <laughs> one face. That guy. Yep. Just like giant eyes. He's. <laughs> I think maybe the worst actor in this movie. No facial expressions, that boy. Yeah. Single, wide-eyed, dumb fucking look. I wanted to punch him every right. second of this film. I don't see why he's like a leading man in anything. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dylan. You shouldn't be acting. Stick to your music career because this is just not for you. <laughs> um, I stand by that no matter what. I will say that to your fucking face. Um, he was in that one show with Jason Isaacs that I liked. Oh, um, the one I always talk about on this podcast and yeah. never remember the title. Of. I know, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Um, um, I give it to Stephen Lang. Is that the blind man? The blind man. Yeah, I was I bordering Very between well. him and Jane Levy. Um, Jane Levy is also really good in this movie, but I think um, I'm familiar and a fan of her, so I'm comfortable giving it to Stephen Lang. I just love like how he was able to do a lot without speaking. Yeah, right. he had like 13 yeah. lines. I think I said a lot. Yeah, I just thought that was really like effective and when he did speak he sounded like bane from batman yeah he sounded he just like bane <laughs> that's right. my nomination i I, th- I think i back that one he I did agree. a very very good job his facial expressions were um creepy as fuck um and uh, like i said I'm, i don't i think yeah i mentioned it his contacts that he was wearing made it almost impossible for him to see and he still managed to film this so good right. on him um yeah 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 i agree like i think he was he was very like creepy and exactly he was exactly the character also i'm gonna so say it, it he's kind of hot i'm gonna put that out there sure not in, in this movie he turns very gross but yeah. uh looks wise it's pretty hot old guy yeah just gonna put it out there uh i said it okay <laughs> i had to get that out of my system you don't think he's hot no he's pretty hot He's like Trivago guy hat. <laughs> you don't think the Trivago guy is hot? <laughs> I need a minute. <laughs> Sam, you know I like an older man. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? What? He's They're, not hot. He's a pretty good looking guy. Yeah. For an old man I in real life, is Samantha he? Here. I looked him up in real life and I was like, eh. But in this movie, he's pretty ripped. He Yeah, he's he's buff. And he's like a, just a hot old guy. No, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys are fucked but up. I, but I looked him up in real life and I was like, he's okay. You know? He's not hot. <laughs> it's pretty hot. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> it's pretty hot. I hate you. Okay. <laughs> I hate you so, so much. So what would you do in this case? Um, I guess Sam's answer is bang the old man. <laughs> <laughs> just going to give him that baby, oh but in like God. the baby way. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> on, I'm just gonna man. see him on the street and be like, "Hey, <laughs> what is wrong?" With like, I, I, I do have How to check in. That? Are you? Is everything okay at home? I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> so, uh, which character do you relate to the most? <laughs> um, I'm gonna say uh jane levy's character rocky because um actually just today i was thinking about i have a little sister um who's significantly younger than me and i was thinking about like you know like should i do something to like be good to her and like take care of her and that's like jane levy's whole motivation in this movie that's why she's robbing people is because she wants to like 
provide a good life for her sister and so i was thinking about like worst case scenarios and like my little sister's life like what would i do so it's like really weirdly relevant to like just my mindset today Mm -hmm. so jane levy i guess i relate to the fucking dumb nerd dude (laughs) alex that's yeah (laughs) i agree you know just kind of like just not really wa- i would get roped uh, into some dumb shit with my friends yeah and then feel uncomfortable about it if yeah. it like got too far yeah and then be forced to like stick it out i guess right yeah he's also like somewhat effective at trying to problem solve yeah well he does he um he's the one his like dad works for the security company so he he's the one who tells her about the panic button which saves her in the end um and he has all the keys and he like knows which key goes where so like he is like pretty good but he's also like the weakest one of them yeah um i don't know so, i don't yeah. really relate to anyone any of yeah. them, but yeah i guess not one of those so what would uh if you were you in this situation yeah. i would die i would also die i'm a yeah. dumb bitch yeah yeah I don't know. Like, what's your plan? Molly, you said that you would be making too much noise. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm loud as shit. <laughs> I have just an inability to be quiet. <laughs> I can't shut the fuck up. I, I'd be Dylan Minetti coming back and be like, hey, what's the haps? Wait, where are we supposed to go? Right. I just talk too loud. And I'm just, it's just a uh, mess. I do think I'm a little... I'm I'm pretty good at being light on my feet if I need to, but I'm not great in the dark. But also, I think survival mode, if I would have seen that girl, I would have been like, we'll fucking call the cops. Like, sorry, dude, but I'm getting out of here. Or we're all going to die and ran to that door. But like I pointed out, that door was locked. They needed to get those keys anyways. And they wouldn't have known that those keys were there unless they interacted with that girl. So, like, I'm not quite sure well, where. Well, no, been. they they got the keys from the safe. They I got think. the keys from the safe because that girl was like, "There's the safe. Get the keys." No. She, yeah, she directed. She like nodded to the safe, and they were like, "Oh, in here." And she was like, yes. "Oh, really? Yeah, yeah." That's how they got oh. to them. So I like, thought it was from the safe where they got the money. I would have been like, "I got to get out of here." And then like maybe if I would have not hit that safe, I would have been like is he at this door and like trying to go out and if he was outside going towards that uh uh because he would have been going toward that cellar door maybe i had like a small window of living but i i don't i don't think i would have survived you know what would have actually happened to me i would get spooked by something go ah and then get shot you would you <laughs> would totally exactly you would, would totally happen. scream over something that you should not be screaming about <laughs> the dude the dude would just walk in and you'd look over and see him and like scream and then immediately get shot <laughs> that's exactly what would happen <laughs> fuck what about you Hirsch? which um well no i'd i'd be dead i'd go to the basement I, I I mean I'd probably just react the same way they did, um, and be worried. Uh, but I did want to point out that one of the things this movie does well is those jump scares where it's just, just the man him. and there's Fucking no sound shit. effects. It just cuts to the dudes there. And so then, usually it'll just you'll be on a character and they turn and it reveals. And him. then he's like when the one dude is trying to uh, put the 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 thing the fumes mm-hmm. to like knock him out, and then he like pokes the thing and then he looks over and the dude's just, just sitting up in bed. bed and that 
that was really cool that's like, like very creepy later when they're doing like the door thing it the guy the same guy like turns and dude's in the doorway yeah. and then like later dylan minute is like on that glass thing and he turns Cuts over to. and he just looks up and the dude's yeah. right there right. and then the dude and like immediately shoots no the gun. like literally no sound effects that's so the it's, best it's part great of this movie it's is so those. well done really cool. yeah um so i thought that was good but yeah so i i would definitely just die immediately <laughs> um are we doing villain ranking now sure yeah villain oh shit okay oh my god i think i can hear them you can hear seinfeld yeah i can hear the our roommates are listening to seinfeld if you've been hearing some just noises in the background it's, it's just probably the kids who broke into their apartment that are that are stumbling watching around the basement seinfeld um i will put this guy i've already got him ranked you do yeah he's really high on my list he's number one two three four five six. he's number six on my list he's right under M- modor is that how we pronounce his name in the ritual and above edward lionheart um like we said, this movie's not like perfect in any way, but I do think that this guy as a villain is like complex and very terrifying. And um, if I I know that if I was up against him, like I would lose that battle. Like he is uh, to me personally a threat, and so um, I consider him very high. So he's number six. So he on mine he is twenty one. You put him. Oh my god! He's under Count Orlock and right above the lipstick demon from Insidious. Uh, yeah, I just don't think he's that interesting of a villain. Like he is like pretty. He's like interesting just because he's a blind Wait. guy who is very what uh he's a blind guy who like is very capable of taking care of himself but um he uh, i just don't care to watch another movie about him like i don't really care about the character so uh he's below count orlock they're not watching Seinfeld. They're watching the Family Fight episode of uh, It's Always Sunny. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I got it from the little like jingle that they do. Oh, God. Okay, can I like peek at yeah. my homework? I put him at uh, 26 on mine. Right below the cult from Kill List and right above the Anaconda from Anaconda. I just don't care. <laughs> Why? I, I think he's fucking scary as shit. Yeah, it's scary. I'm just not like that interested. I'm like, okay, like another man killing a bunch of people. Great yeah i th- i don't yeah i mean that's fair i also didn't love the movie so right so uh let's rate the movie out of i, th- I think we know what we have to Jesus do christ uh, <laughs> there's only one option are we doing turkey basers yes we have to right yeah Okay. Or should we do, if I'm going to be Harish, should we do how many ounces are in a turkey baster? Yeah. One ounce being one and ten <laughs> ounces being ten. And the more ounces that are in the turkey baster are how many stars you get the movie. I think we should go... <laughs> How many women would you kidnap to make another child for yourself? Oh my God. <laughs> no, I I think turkey, turkey basins is fine. Okay, sounds good. 
How many fluid ounces of semen <laughs> will fill up that turkey baster? Um, no. <sighs> Do you guys have a rating? Yeah, I have mine actually. Go ahead. Okay. I'm gonna give it four. Okay. A little below average, in my opinion, but there is some stuff that was like cool about it. Um, I will give it a six because, um, as you know, a uh, seven is my my uh enjoyable ranking. And maybe, like, the first time I watched this, I would have given it, like, at least a seven. But I, rewatching it, I don't really like it. I don't, I wasn't interested in it. Um, and I don't really care to rewatch it again. So, um, so that's why it's a six. It's, like, just below. Like, I think it's, like, competently filmed and... Um, it's like an interesting concept and uh, an interesting premise, but uh, I just don't think it's interesting enough for me to give it a seven. Um, I was going to give it a five, so that's perfect. I'm mm-hmm. right in between. Um, I th- I'm very bothered by some of the choices they made by for this movie, like direction wise. But I do I I do appreciate that they went for something that nobody's really done before. Right. And I th- I think that they made a lot of f- like good creative like story decisions. And I think that there are some genuinely good parts of this film that I can't I can't warrant bringing it any lower than that. But I'm not like dying to see this film ever again. I've seen it twice and I feel like twice is enough. Right. Cool. So that's don't breathe. Um, so any final thoughts before we do plugs? Oh, we need to do Rex. Oh yeah. Oh. Recommendations. Forgot about that. I have a little recommendation list. I can start. I just have one. Go um, ahead. That's a creep and creep too. Oh fuck. Those are pretty. I love those movies. I've only seen actually. Creep and I loved it. Yeah. It's Creep's not an good. enjoyable movie to watch, <laughs> in, but it's not super in fucked up. Anyway. But it's a good horror. It's I, yeah, I will good. say one of the best, like, um, the park bench thing is, like, oh, one yeah. of my favorite, like, horror things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those, like, he's, like, not. And I would say it's the reverse of this. He's not a good guy, but he is a little bit enjoyable to you watch. feel bad for him yeah. in a way that you don't feel bad for a lot of people the movie ma yes. that just came out with octavia <laughs> spencer um ready or not yes Ooh, oh my god such a good movie yeah it's one that's of those a great recommendation i didn't even think about it it like it's, it isn't what you think it's gonna be yeah and it's so oh i love that movie it's so good shout out a- uh, adam brody i almost said adrian brody that's the wrong um <laughs> and i put room it's not a horror movie. I haven't seen it. It is a it's movie about Brie being Larson kidnapped by a man, and though. Jacob Tremblay, yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like the yeah. one moment side of the story. Right. And then this really awesome episode of It's Always Sunny in <laughs> Philadelphia <laughs> called The Gang Gets Trapped. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's good. Right. It's fun. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> it's also about morally bankrupt people who are in a person's home where maybe they shouldn't be. <laughs> um. I wanted to recommend Hush. Uh, the reason, That's well, one. one thing that reminded me of it is uh, I was on this one's IMDb and um, Hush was the first recommendation IMDb did. And I also was like, fuck, that movie's really good. Um, that movie is kind of like 
an inverse thing of this where it's a um a deaf woman alone in her house she's a writer and she's she has a cabin like out in the middle of nowhere that helps her focus on writing and um she's alone and she gets basically the whole movie is this killer guy who's played by john gallagher jr who i love um harassing her and like he kind of makes a game out of it where he could just come in there and kill her but he's like getting a lot of enjoyment out of just like fucking with her and it's one of those ones where like it'll cut out sound and use it in a very effective way it's mm-hmm. it's a very wonderful film made by mike flanagan whose wife plays the lead actress and i uh, play uh, the main character and um so i would really recommend that movie um and then another one i wanted to bring up was your next because we kept referencing home invasion but different and that's another home invasion but different um i was gonna say you're next as well sorry I didn't obviously um and then there's like the other ones we talked about christy we've talked about where it's, she's on campus um i had one was it strangers no strangers is also a good recommendation but uh i had one that was like tangentially related uh, based on like one specific scene that like made me think of oh well no i have one while you're thinking about that yeah um evil dead the remake uh well first of all just the original evil dead but like the remake that's directed and produced by the same people as this one um that one it's pretty fun and jane levy's the star of that one too um it's it's graphic uh it's it's like very graphic and gory but uh it's a lot of fun if you're just wanting like a really uh gross movie i would really recommend it i i I like that one a whole lot more than i like this one not for parties Uh, though don't watch it with people you don't really know i can't remember (laughs) what i was thinking of um i don't know if i think of it i'll either put it in here or talk about on the morning after but do you remember the scene no i it's literally just gone (laughs) from my mind um but yeah so that's it (laughs) those are our recommendations so uh if you want (laughs) to follow us um, do you hear this always sunny episode going (laughs) yeah they're watching so um your sister and her boyfriend are watching it's always sunny in the other room and it's the family fight episode and dennis is struggling with the buzz right it's so oh my god i love that shit so much um so rex that's it um, yeah, that's a wreck. Uh, plugs. plugs. Uh, uh, you can follow me at not a credit card and everything. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Midsummer Queen, Instagram at Molly Francis Haynes, and Letterboxd at M O one one Y H A I N E S. Uh, you can get me on Twitter at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby Doo reference. Um, and you can get me on Instagram and Letterboxd at Samantha Dawn thirteen. And then you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on uh, Twitter, Tipsy Terror Pod at gmail.com if you want to email us. Tipsy Terror.rip, um, Tipsy Terror.wtf, Tipsy Terror.com, or Tipsy Terror.pub. Dot fucking pub. <laughs> Real relevant today. That's the most relevant it's going to be. I should just stop doing it now. <laughs> There's no point. All your life is built up to this moment. There's no more like pube centric scenes in horror movie, really. Other than that one. That's a challenge. (laughs) If you can find me horror scene. Oh, no. Midsummer. 
<laughs> that does have yep. in it, yeah. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. there is. Yeah. <laughs> we found it, folks. A reason to keep saying dot pube, which is sometimes all you can hope for. <laughs> and then um, we have, uh, if you like us, then uh, um, give us a good rating on iTunes. Uh and then we have a Patreon where we do bonus episodes once a month. Um, and if we get enough donations, we'll do more than one bonus episode a month. Uh, for $1 a month, you can vote in polls to dis- decide one of our episodes per month. For example, this episode was decided by the Patreon subscribers. Thank you for um, voting. By yeah. The way. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we do. Um and I said that like with utmost sincerity. I'm not even being like, oh, sarcastic, yeah. sincere. Like, thank you so much for supporting us and for voting. It really does mean a lot. Right. Um, and then for five dollars a month, you get a bonus episode. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, that's, that's. I think it? that's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I'm sorry, but if my choices are death and crawling through an air vent, I choose death. <laughs>